more freedom to, uh, you know, coach as you want, build relationship, have your jokes with the team here and there. You don't have to demand respect or not demand respect. You don't have to work for the respect as much because with club, they will just automatically respect you because they are choosing to be there. Mm. At schools, they kind of, you have to do a winter sport and a summer sport most of the time, most of the schools, yeah. So then some kids just sign up hockey because they don't want to do netball or anything, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's the club coaching for me. Then if you move on to uh, private coaching, for example, private coaching um, is really special, I feel, because as a private coach, and that's where I started my yeah. my coaching is at private, as, as, is at the private level. And it's really special because you have a one-on-one hour you know or hour and a half or whatever with that child just focused on them which means in 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 the hockey sense you know obviously you're improving their game this much you know but in the off the field sense you end up picking up things about that player or that person you end up developing a real relationship and bond with that person as a player you know, and as a little kid, you know, you some of them look up to you as a big sister if you're young like me, you know, or some of them look up to you as like an aunt, you know, or something like that, where they would come to a session and be like, oh, coach, can I just tell you what happened yesterday? So my mom was driving, you know, and they start telling stories like that, you know, and it becomes a, yeah, a much more chilled environment where it's it's a special thing because you can. And really, sport gives you that opportunity to build a special little bond with some of the kids where, mm. you know, like with what happened the other day, one of my one of my little private kids, she was she played a match. And unfortunately, I couldn't be there to watch the match. But her mom just contacted me afterwards and was like, oh, she did this and this and this. And she came to me after the match and was like, oh, my word, I'm so glad coach was not there to see that because otherwise she would have shouted at me, you know. And it becomes this cute little thing where you almost become – part of their everyday life, you know, which is a special type of thing. Um, yeah. And then what else am I saying? Oh, provincial coach. So provincial coach is a little bit different because you're there, you know, you're part of the kids' lives for a three-month period. You go to tournament, you spend a week of intense every single day seeing each other for the whole day, and then you're gone, you know. And that kind of sucks. But the whole role there, you know, the kids are at a provincial level. So they're going, they're, they're borderline elite, you know, they're moving up there. It's the best of the best type of thing. So there, they already, they're there to get national selection or because they're the best and they want to go win the tournament or whatever. So there's a clear goal and that is a much more intense coaching. You don't have much time to form much relationship, form much bond, get to know the players or anything like that. It's, about going to the tournament to to win, you know, and it's more hockey focused, yes. more so than anything else. So, you know, yeah, that's basically the roles of the coaches. I feel you can add the obviously. Well, you 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 are right. You were right in a lot of what you say. I, I, having done all of them, you know, there's differences in all. Or the the only one I, I I do add there that you you probably don't cover and and it doesn't really it, it, it's when you move into the realm of uh, a national team coach or a high performance coach where you don't actually coach them 
in games from week to week. You're with them for an entire year, but you won't actually see them. That's you see them in a game scenario until you reach the tournament that you're the focus or the tournaments that are the focus for the year. So it's different again in that scenario because you're you're obviously you're working with them week to week, but you're not actually you're not actually you don't have the, the pressure cooker of a game at the end of the week to be focused on all the time. Uh, which is which is different again. And having been in that environment, it is a different experience for a coach yet again to be in, doing that because you're not you, you you're not working towards an end of the week uh, scenario, or you're not with them yeah. for a short period of time with a tournament at the end of it. You're with them for a much longer period of time, but you might have one or two or three or four occasions where they actually play. So you're, you're building up to those as well. So. I guess it's different again. One of the things I always thought I noticed from a coaching point of view, and very important to remember, um, is the coaches. Do you think the coach is the one that will notice the differences from week to week, from month to month, that perhaps a parent may not notice? In the kids. In the kids, because you're obviously not seeing them every single day of the week. Uh, Yeah, I do think so. I do think so. If the coaches, if the coach cares enough to pay attention, they will pick up changes in, in, in a child, whether it's in you know physical changes or emotional changes, mental changes. And that is that's why I got so serious now, because that is a really serious thing. As a coach, it's your responsibility. You are the not responsible parent, in other words, basically. And that is an extremely serious, you know, thing. Some parents love their kids so much that their kid is the perfect child to them. And they, they, are, they see what they want to see. So they're ignorant to struggles that the kid might be going through. Mm. And you as the coach um, are afforded the opportunity to care enough to step in. You know, there's a line. There's a line, obviously, where you end up bringing the parents in, you know, having them involved. But as a coach, you also afforded the opportunity to, you know, handle things themselves and leave an impact on that kid's life yourself, you know. Um, so, yes, definitely. It is, it is the coach's responsibility for sure. Does the nature of the role change from different – depending on what it is? The nature uh, of the Yeah, I think it does. I think it does, you know. And it also depends from kid to kid, you know. You get some some kids that are, you know, just those kids that can just chat to you, you know, and can just, you know, open up about this stuff. And some kids will reach out to you as a coach, you know, coach help me with this. I really don't know. There's other kids that will rather slide to the back and, you know, that then changes how you would approach that situation. Mm. Um, Yeah. But the biggest thing is that to get the kids to trust you, not respect you, to trust you. Because with trust comes respect. But if you are trying to coach kids and they don't trust you, 
they're not going to open up to you. They're not going to listen to you. They're not going to hear what you have to say. doesn't matter how much they you tell them to respect you. You shouldn't be demanding their respect. You, the respect should be given because you've earned it. Mm. Um, and trust is something you've got to work for from the kids. And the more you get them to trust you, the more successful you'll be, full stop. Which, which role do you find more appealing? more rewarding which version off the field private coaching because of the relationship that you can build um, because you can be involved in their school games you can go and watch their school games you know and still be part of, you know, the joy of them scoring a goal or seeing what you've taught them, you know, that they're actually implementing it in a match or whatever. But on the field, the team coaching, school, school hockey. I mean, I'm still at that age, you know, I'm still young. So I'm still at that age where I'm looking back to my school hockey career and I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss it. Oh, just the like, you know, the energy, the excitement, of going to a tournament or playing matches or, oh, we've got this derby this weekend and I'm playing against this friend and I'm going to own her. And, you know, like you get all amped and everything. <laughs> That's just how school hockey is and it's so exciting and you don't realize that you're going to miss it until you miss it. You know, I was chatting to my school coach yesterday, actually, um, just catching up with her a bit and I was like, oh, Ma'am, I miss it so much, you know. And I mean, I still call her ma'am now. I can't call her by her name. It just doesn't feel right. But it's just, you know, those things where you just you just miss it, man. So I think for me, the most exciting on field, like the actual hockey coaching a school coach, is school hockey. It's such a special time in the kids' careers, you know, where they are developing into whatever player they're going to be. And as soon as they get to the you know, the senior part of their school career, you start seeing, oh, this one, you know, she could really go far. And then you as a coach start molding them and, you know, start putting in the um, foundation for them to build on for the rest of their career. You know, and others you see, okay, they've got really good passion, but they're not going to go anywhere in hockey. But that's fine. Let's work with their passion, you know. And so, yeah, for me, school coaching on the field, private coaching off the field. I used to enjoy the school side of things because, as I say, we used to have to get up you just have to get up before dawn to run them uh, yeah. um, here. We used to get up before dawn to run them here. And I've always, I've always said repeatedly to anyone that ever asks a question, one of the best, one of the best experiences is to be training while it's, it's dark outside and watch the sun come up over the, over the horizon mm. um, in the morning. Um, that was always the best. You go to morning training. I remember school days. I used to, okay, I was in the band as well. So I used to go to school, train hockey, shower after hockey quickly at school, run upstairs, go to band, have band, then school would start, then I'd run to school, go to school, da, 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 after school have more hockey. It was like the best day ever, you know? Start your day with hockey, end your day with hockey. It's fantastic. I think oh. folks, Simone's just confessed then that she's a band geek. No, stop it. <laughs> I was in the percussion. <laughs> I was a drummer. So, no, I'm not a band geek. The percussion section are the cool kids, man. 
<laughs> well, that's the colour of the life. We're all gonna we're gonna laugh. Uh, Kieran says, uh, just just quickly. Kieran uh, says hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kieran <laughs> says hi. Um, yeah. yeah, So he's he's just he's just chiming in to say hi. Uh, Hello, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, hang on a minute. I've, I've just lost my train of thought for a second there. Um, I'm going to get it back. <laughs> we completely went off task. Um, I can I can bring up a point if you want. The point I wrote down, which I can bring up now. What do you do or how to manage, and I have this myself, a kid that you coach privately who is also in your school team or also in your club team. I have one of my girls. I coach her for two different sports at school. I coach her privately for one of them and I coach her for club for another one, for hockey and for cricket. So privately, I coach her for cricket. I coach her at school for cricket. Then I coach her for hockey at school and I coach her for club at school. And we play indoor cricket together in the, in the same team. Well, so that's the, the, the reason why I'm bringing this point up is because how important it is that in the school environment, not so much the club environment, but the school environment, that favoritism doesn't become a thing. Mm. Because, because I've got such a relationship with her, from the private coaching, I mean, she knows, like, she knows me as a coach inside and out. I know her as a player inside and out, you know. So there's inside little jokes that you've got and, you know, and where to draw the line on when that is appropriate. At club, it's a different story because it is much more chilled. And some of the girls at club I know and some of the girls at the club I haven't known until this year, you know. So it's like, that's fine. But at a school level, um, yeah, to draw that line. And for the player herself to also know, okay, look, now it's a school coach. So I can't, you know, I can't be a certain way, you know, or act a certain way or say certain things, that sort of thing. So luckily she is a, she's an amazing child. Um very respectful and everything. So she knows she knows the boundary 100%, you know. It was actually really funny the other day. We were <laughs> we were doing the trials for the to pick the different teams. And so I'm new at the school that I'm coaching at now. And some of the kids don't know me. And some of the kids know me because I coached cricket there last year. But for hockey, I didn't. So <laughs> I come across as a coach because I'm so passionate and loud. Sometimes I can come across quite intense. Simone, loud. <laughs> and the kids then get a little bit scared. So they're like, you're, you're actually quite intense, coach, you know. And so I'm now talking to the kids and I'm talking and I'm telling them, like, guys, come on. You don't play like this. You play like that. And come on, it's high school hockey now, da, 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 you know, and it's Astro. It's the first year they got their Astro turf. So they're grass players that are transitioning into Astro hockey. And I'm talking and I'm getting, and I'm getting quite, you know, hectic. And I just look there to the back of the crowd of them. And this girl now, she's just standing at the back, like with her hand over her mouth, like giggling. (laughs) 
And I couldn't help myself. I just burst into laughter. <laughs> and I just asked her, like, why? What's happening? And she just said, no, coach, they're scared of you. And it's so funny because you're so not scary. <laughs> and it was just, you know, I just realized, like, y'all, it's like, you know, one of those things where some of the kids will know you and that's fine. But, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a line to draw. Unfortunately, there is. And it's a nice thing as a coach, you know, to be able to travel or to walk a road with a player like this now, you know, for me to be able to walk a road with her where, you know, she trusts me 100%. Her mom contacts me for anything they need to know with regards to sport. You know, I really, you know, I'm like their sports consultant basically. But, um, you know, to travel a road with a player like that, um, to see them grow up and, you know, develop into whatever player they're going to be, um, it's, it's a special thing that sport, uh, you know, and coaching gives you the opportunity to do really. It does. It, 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 it's it, to see the change and to watch the change and watch the growth. It's quite, quite an extraordinary thing to do. And I, I've, I've had the same experience over the years of being able to, as a coach, being able to see that. I've also had the experience of being the, the one that only sees a player every couple of weeks. So I know the problems when they appear. Um, yeah. And in, in two cases, I've actually had the experience of that occurring. Um, yeah. And then I've had the experience of having to actually be the one to break that un, unfortunate news to the parents, um, mm-hmm. which is not never, ever, not ever, not very easy. Uh, I know yeah. in both cases it was, it was extremely confronting to the point where uh, I actually in one case thought the father was going to hurtle over the table and, and basically thump me. Um, sure. Basically because they knew that there was a, it's the old saying is from a coaching point of view, I could see there was a problem. I knew there was a problem. It was obvious that there was a problem. Unfortunately, because the parents were close to it, and this is not the parents' fault, they were close to it. They were desperately trying to deny as much as they could that there was a problem there. And and that's obviously a thing a coach has got to confront. That yeah. You're possibly going to spot the very thing that's going on that the parent is not seeing. At yeah. what point? At what point do you go from? You've got the trust of the player. You obviously have that. Uh, at what point, when you know that there's a problem, do you have to say that, in the best interest of making sure that this young, this young person is looked after, I need to go to the parents here and I need to sit down and have a conversation that says, look, I think I'm worried about. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 certain times where you you go to the parents immediately, you know, life threatening stuff, or where you pick up um, mental illness stuff that needs to be treated, stuff like that, immediately. But you know, if you realise, you know, the kid has come to a few sessions, you know, like crying a few times, whatever, and you can have a conversation with a with a player, and she opens up to you, and you realise it's you know my boyfriend's fighting with me or, you know, teenage yeah, well, stuff. Yeah, that too. And it, you, you can handle that, you know, you can handle that as a coach. That's fine. But when it becomes stuff that parents should be handling and pa- it's a parent's responsibility for that, then, you know, you go to the parents. Um, there's also a thing where what do you do when you find out a, or start realizing, you know, 
parental negligence or abuse yeah. in the home yeah. that you start picking up at, as a coach, you know, then you can't go to the parents. You I know? have not had that experience. And, and that is a serious thing that teachers are taught to handle as well. You know, teachers in a classroom, they are responsible for the kids as well during the day. So just as much a coach is also responsible for the kids after school. And so, you know, if you start realizing, yeah, this kid, every time it's end of practice, this kid asks, you know, for more training and asks for extra training and, and is, you know, resilient, resistant to go home and is never getting picked up on time and, you know, doesn't seem very happy, da, 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 da. you know, you start paying attention a little bit closer. You don't immediately go to the child and say, uh, is mom and dad hitting you or something like that, you, you know, you, you just start paying more attention and you don't make it obvious or anything like that. Um, and you see, is there something that needs to be dealt with, handled, whatever? And if not, then cool. And if there is, then, you know, it's when you start possibly involving the head of, you know, the management of the school, sports coordinator of the school. Mm. Um, you know, you ask, you ask for a meeting with the sports coordinator and the school's principal, you know, something like that. And you discuss, tell them, look, this is, you know, what's happening. Um, do you guys know anything more? What do we do? This is what I picked up as the coach, you know, because the school's trusting you and employing you mm. to, you know, take over from them after school hours. And I mean, that's a serious thing. So, yeah, yeah. it is. And, and it's important to remember that as a coach, that you have a certain, you have a duty of care. And at the end of the day, that duty of care remains no matter what. And you've got to make sure that you never allow your, your players, whoever they are, senior or junior, whatever level they're at, never to be in harm's way. And I've always said that. I've always been big on that. And, and it's important for a coach to remember that. You're going to see things that, I guess we say this all the time, you're going to see things that a parent doesn't see. You're going to see things yeah. that a lot of other people don't see. Um, yeah. You're going to be told things that they're not going to tell others. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. sure you've had that experience where confessions come rolling. Sure. Uh, you know, a coach is almost like truth serum. Um, out come the confessions. It's crazy. It's crazy. Some of the things I've heard. Whew. And then I'm like, I don't know what to say. You're tactic. But in, I mean, in those scenarios, you just... There's a line, like I said, there's a line of how, how involved you can get and what you can say. And it's your responsibility as the coach to keep that respect line in, in position. Um, yeah, and to not, to not let it, you know, yeah. cross over. You get some kids that are, uh, I call them drama llamas, but they basically are kids that just bring drama with them wherever they go. And they're like a magnet to drama. And they're just not troublemakers, not like mischief, but like drama, you know, where they will cause drama because it's fun and because they want to play games with people and manipulate people, you know. And so what do you do in that scenario as a coach when there's a kid like that who might be a really good player, you know, who might deserve to make the A team, but they bring a whole bunch of drama with them and the team camaraderie is going to go down. And what do you do? You know, do you do you put that play in the B team 
and tell them, okay, look, you know, this is what you need to change if you want to be considered for the A team. You're good enough, but this is what's holding us, holding you back. Yeah. So fix it or don't, or you won't be considered, you know? It's a tough one because the player might deserve to be there on the field, but it's a team sport. And the team can't be a team if there's always stuff going on in the team. And so, yeah, that's a big thing for, for school and club selection processes. You know, um, provincial is a little bit different because you select who's the best, mm. you know. But school, you've got a responsibility to the rest of the girls in the team. Yeah. Um, so that's a really tough one. But, uh, you know, as a, as a coach, it's, it's up to you. You're responsible for the team. Not the school's management or the principal of the school. He can't just make a call. If he's a rugby player, he can't make a call about, no, this child must be there because I said so. No, no. I'm the coach of the team. You employed me because you trust me. Mm. So now trust me, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough situations that you get into sometimes, sticky ones. I guess the biggest tip I, I would always say, and I don't know what your thoughts on this, but always remember that don't, as a coach, don't take all the problems that a, a child or a participant or a player unloads on you, on yourself. Uh, don't make them your, <laughs> for want of a better tip, don't turn them into your problems as well. Um, yeah. Because then it overloads you. Um that's, that's, no, really hard. that's a hard thing as a coach and it's a good tip um it's really hard to do you know i mean i've 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 experienced it firsthand where you're i'll lay up at night worrying about a child because you know i know what's going on and because that's just my nature as well you know sometimes a coach's nature same with a teacher sometimes that teacher's nature is just to care that much and so it, it is really difficult. You know, it's the same thing they say with like psychologists and psychiatrists. They go through training to, you know, obviously manage the fact that they are being basically this box that everyone is putting their nonsense and all of their problems into, you know. So it's, yeah, you've got to keep yourself sane. And you, you've got to remember, you can't help a child or you can't fix a child help a child fix themselves if you're not fine yourself you know it's the whole thing with if we've got two glasses of water the one glass is empty or they're both empty let's say they're both empty the one is a child and the other one is the coach the coach can't fill the child if he doesn't have water or she doesn't have water herself this glass has to be full yeah so that you can give to the child you know and then you got to keep filling yourself in whatever way you do that as a, as a person. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing we've been emphasizing, you know, the whole time that we've been doing big G sports and the hockey squad, you know, it's the thing of coaching is so much more than what people are making it out to be. You're not just a coach. Um, and it's an important, it's really an important job. Yeah, it is an important yeah. job, and we forget, and we need to remind ourselves that it's more than just coat, you know. And that, and that's something that you and I have been working on. We're trying to get these courses up and running. 
you know, because yeah. we believe it's important and, and and we believe it's a crucial thing that coaches understand that there's more to this than just turning up, running a hockey session, and that's it. I often say to other coaches, the best thing you can do when you're setting up for your training session and the kids come over and start talking to you is not to tell them to go away, but to actually sit there and listen, even though you may not want to do it. Um, yeah. Because that's when they're going to tell you something that might be vitally important. Might yeah. be important. And I guess yeah. you've got to remember too, while you might have had a bad day, they might have also had a bad day. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be aware of that. Uh, Kieran's just made a comment here. Uh, you're not loud. I'm probably more intense than you are. Anyway. Um, oh, we'll yeah. settle this one day, Kieran, one day. Huh? We'll settle it. I'm saying yeah. we'll settle it one day. Yeah, well, I'm sure we will. Uh, it's just uh, Kieran being... Uh, Kieran. Um, Kieran being Kieran. Any last-minute points you want to want to touch on on this particular topic before we wrap it up? Um, no, I mean, I think I summarised... I, I summed it up now, you know, just saying how important the role of a coach is. And it really does need to be taken seriously. And if you don't know what we're talking about, and you've listened to this or you're hearing this, contact us and we'll explain it to you in detail because, you know, a coach is a parent, a psychologist, a skills developer, a teacher, a friend, yeah. all in one. Yeah, yeah that's very And exciting. if one of those areas are lacking, you're not doing your job properly. And... If someone that's working on machinery doesn't do their job properly, the machine's not going to work as it's supposed to. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been another another fantastic show for Sports Coaching Insights. Uh, another fantastic uh, another fantastic presentation. Um, we it, it's good to have you on again. It's great that your voice is back. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, we, can actually, we can actually make that work. Uh, and we look forward to you joining us doing another Sports Coaching Insights next week. And we say it, and we continue to say it, get in touch with us. Talk to us if you need some help. If you want a bit of mentoring support, we've got some great mentors out there. Simone, you're one. We've got Emma over in Scotland, David. We've got a lot of others out there that we can put you in touch with that can help yeah. you in some of these areas. And, we, and that's what it's all about. It's about helping coaches. It's about helping grassroots sport um, continue to, to be successful um, and help coaches to improve and, and develop and grow as coaches because it is a, it is an important role. It's a very it's a very very important role. So thanks again. Thanks for being with us. Thank and you look, so much. Look forward to having you again. We'll see you again next week, guys. Next week. Thanks everybody. Yes. Thanks.